This is episode 38 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today I'm here with George Thomas. George, I have been following you online and watching you rise up. I first kind of heard about you through Marcus Sheridan, who I actually had on a couple episodes ago. And I've just watched your videos and listened to your podcast. I've looked at your websites and dude, you got it going on. Like if there's one thing that I can say about you is that you're entertaining, (laughs) you're a real dude and you embrace your geeking out, but you also understand how to translate that geek talk to layman's talk so everyone can understand. So welcome. Tell us how you got started. Yeah, Bella, first of all, thank you for that intro. I will tell you, it's funny. If I was to say I have a superpower, it is being able to take what usually is complex and simplifying it so people can understand it. And it's funny that you pick up on and said a real dude, because one of the things that really made me want to get into this marketing slash inbound marketing, content marketing game was that it had reached a point in 2012 where it was about who can be the most human and I'm like oh that's me like I can be human like that's an easy thing and so again thank you for all the kind words and I guess you were starting to ask me how I got started yeah I mean because all of a sudden I've seen you just explode and now you're like becoming this big speaker (laughs) and just everywhere and doing inbound and I mean it's just it's really cool to watch you but I've never actually got to have this kind of interaction with you. So I'm so excited that you're here today. But tell us the story of George. I saw your website, but tell me behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's funny that people kind of like, wow, you just exploded out of nowhere. <laughs> and and the funny thing is quietly, I've been hustling in the background, right? Like I can't really say that I've kept my mouth shut because I've always been creating tutorials. You know, for the last two and a half years, I've probably created over 375 HubSpot, COS and CRM tutorials. Wow. I've always kind of had something to say. Usually it's positive. It's very rarely negative, but it's been a very interesting journey. It's kind of, we're at that snowball effect, right? So in 2012, I entered into the space. I won tickets to my first inbound conference put on by HubSpot. Bella, I had zero (laughs) clue of HubSpot, landing pages, conversions. Like I was a web dev design geek at just a normal, you know, agency. And all of a sudden we're like, hey, let's learn this thing. And I launched into HubSpot Academy's ecosystem of like all the certifications. One certification became three, three became six, seven became 12. And so now I have 12 HubSpot certifications. I'm one of about 40 people on the planet that are actually a HubSpot accredited trainer. Somehow magically through this entire journey, I got connected with Marcus Sheridan, AKA he offered me a job and I quickly said yes. And so, you know, it just has turned into this thing where I, go out and I do workshops. I speak at events. Last year, my big goal, Bella, was to actually speak at Inbound, which, you know, I did do. And that was a four-year goal. Like for four years, I just focus on what do I need to achieve that? And then what's funny is because I achieved that, now I look at 2017 and I'm going to be at Social Media Marketing World. I'm going to be at Content Marketing World. I'm going to be over in Scotland at Chris Mars Content Marketing Academy. Like 
all these things are just kind of happening. And it's amazing. I love it. It's fun. But I'm trying to stay humble because remember, everything that happens from here on out ties back to how well can I still accomplish that being human? Yeah, totally, totally. Because that's what like jobs people too, you know, like, I actually feel like I know your office because you already showed us the whole <laughs> video tour and, and getting it all together. And but I want to just for our listeners, some people may have heard of HubSpot. And they think of HubSpot as that thing that you go and you download and they give you these great tutorials, but they don't really know what it is beyond that. So can you just help our listeners understand what HubSpot actually is? Yeah, so HubSpot is a pricey software that you can purchase and it's a marketing automation software. It allows you to do a lot of things that you need to do in digital business, like there's an email tool, a landing page tool. You could host your entire website on it if you want to. It allows you to do things like keyword research, SEO optimization. So kind of those nerdy things, right? Yeah, yeah. But the things that make the difference from your business being successful and not being successful. So that's HubSpot in a nutshell. Cool. Thank you for breaking that down. There's so many ways I can go with this and you just, you excite <laughs> me. So I might be all over the place, but I'm going to stick to my notes for right now. And today I wanted to kind of talk with our listeners about video and branding because you've done such an incredible job at that. And you are a true thought leader in that. So let's start off baby steps. What is and isn't branding? Is it just saying the same title tag every day? Or what is branding? Tell us, tell us. Yeah, yeah. So in my opinion, and of course, you're going to have the designer's opinion, you're going to have the, you know, marketer's opinion. But in my opinion, your brand isn't one thing. It's not a logo. It's not necessarily the title or the copy that you use on a page. It's not even your website. A brand is kind of a sum of all the parts. And really what it is, it's a core belief or beliefs that are going to structure the way that you're going to do business. So if you look at Apple, it's not about a computer or an iPod or whatever, it's doing things differently, designing in a nicer, sleeker, cleaner way. If you look at the sales lion, our brand could easily be a logo of a lion. It could easily be a very sales oriented, but our brand is actually about being human, about being helpful, about being happy. Like those are three words that Marcus Sheridan and myself kind of eat drink, sleep, live and die by is if nothing else, like the world could be exploding, focus back on those three words and like move on with the day. And so to sum it up, don't think about a logo. Don't think about the copy on your website. Don't think about, you know, a particular individual in your company, but what is the sum of all parts and what is that core that is driving it all? That really is your brand. I love that. That's so great. And I think it's hard for people to grasp because it's not black and white. It's not concrete. It's a very abstract thing. But as you were saying all of that, I was thinking of sometimes we have pet sitting and dog walking companies that get really bent out of shape because they say, my competition copied my website. (laughs) And it's like, if you're trying to copy someone else's brand, it's not going to work because it's like trying to wear someone else's underwear, you know, <laughs> like it just Which is doesn't not a good fit. thing. It's not a good thing. <laughs> no, no. So when we translate this brand onto our video, we might not even realize that we're doing it right, that we're building it. But what ways can you shine your brand through when you're doing videos? Video is a new thing in the pet industry where 
you would think it's so easy because we have all these cute puppies and kitties for people to take care of, but to actually get that camera on your face now too, people are very scared of it. So how can we shine our brand through on video? Yeah. So actually I'm going to take a step back and then I'm going to answer that because I want to address something that you said there where you said, you know, people will complain that, oh, so-and-so they copied my brand. To be honest with you, if somebody can copy your brand, that means that you haven't spent enough time differentiating yourself from the rest of the pack, right? So if you're writing one blog article a week, if you only have five pages of your site, if you only did enough research to have blue and red in your logo, then you're very easily copied. Uh But if you're writing three articles a week, if you're creating infographics, if you're doing video, if you are amassing a media media library of educational content, that's not easy to copy, right? right? So they might copy your colors or they might have a paw in their logo, but they can't do what you're doing if your true goal is to be an ultimate educator in your space. That's great. That's really great. That's a great, great point. I love that. And it's true because You can't just copy colors. I'm having this light bulb moment as I'm processing this. That's great. Yeah. So let's talk about video, right? Yeah. And I love that you're like, you know, it's kind of scary and people don't want to do it. And so for I'm just going to talk about what I did. I took baby steps because it's not like I was originally a fan of being in front of the camera. And there are still times where I get in front of it. I'm like, man, my words are all sorts of mixed up right now. (laughs) But what you can do is you can start to do little things like, for instance, maybe you start doing a little bit of video on Twitter where it's, you know, 15 seconds, 20 second pieces of information. Maybe you do it on the new Instagram stories. Maybe you go over and you do like a short Facebook live because sure it's live but you can always delete it if you didn't like it if you want to that's you know totally up to you I like that I kind of cut my teeth using snapchat for a little bit right because that was a platform where you could just kind of do little micro bits or if you totally want it to be kind of hidden go into Facebook messenger and just start doing video conversations with your friends instead of actually texting and you start to feel a little bit more comfortable The other thing that I'll say about being comfortable on camera is knowing what you're talking about, right? So if you educate yourself and if you're truly a thought leader, instead of just trying to perpetrate to be a thought leader, then getting in front of that camera and actually being able to talk about those things, it's going to be simple. It's going to be super simple for you. The other thing, this is a philosophy that you can follow. It's called yes and, meaning whatever happened was supposed to happen and you never look back and you never start over. So maybe you fumble a word here or there, but you at least get to the end of the video because you can always do a take two. Right. But what a lot of people do is they'll start and they'll mess up and they'll be like, oh, oh, okay, let's start over. And so they never actually get through the entire piece that they're trying to build to see if there are valleys or other hills that they need to work out before they they try to have this final piece. So do yes and do the whole piece and always do a take two if you want. But you don't have to be like this supreme, awesome video god or goddess. Like <laughs> if you're adding value and if you smile and if people are like, hey, uh, she's awesome. Like I like watching these videos just because she's bubbly or he's, yeah. you know, handsome or whatever it may be. Yeah. Really, that's what people are going to pay attention to is the value that they're getting at the end of the day. That's so great. And just to recap, I do remember it was some sort of content that you put out. I can't remember if it was a video, a blog or a podcast, but you did. You you really drove home that point of the yes and and to always go all the way through with your first clip 
And I'll tell you, video editing is so super easy that you just keep going. You don't have to be perfect on that first take. And when you're live, the imperfections become authenticity right? Mm. And it just adds that other element where people can actually start relating to you. I love what you said about smiling because so many of us don't (laughs) smile as we're talking on camera, right? But that's something that personally, I've never actually admitted this, but when I do these interviews like this, when I'm listening to you, I make it a point to sit there and smile rather than like, (laughs) because if we were on the phone, I wouldn't be sitting here going, yeah. Well, what's funny is, is when we're shooting video at the sales line, like we're getting ready next week, actually, we're heading to Virginia, the entire team, we're meeting up to do what we call rock fest. Last time we did a rock fest, we did 50 videos in two days. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Then we were able to drip out over, you know, an extended period of time. So now we're going to go back, we're going to do some more videos. But one of the things that we do as we're shooting videos is before we hit the record button, we'll say and smile. Smile, (laughs) smile. And so the person's like, you know, they got this big cheesy like smile. But what's funny is when you hit record that smile, it tones down, but it still stays with you. Right. And it's just it's more pleasing to watch somebody who looks like even though you might be scared to death. If you can look like you're having fun and enjoying yourself and know what you're talking about, people are going to stick along for the ride. For sure. Our nonverbals really give people the cues on how to feel about us or what to think. Yeah. I love that. George, when we come back from the short break, I want to find out how long the videos should be and how frequent. So we'll be right back after these messages. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today, www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR-PETSITTER for 10% off. Welcome back. This is Bella with George, and we are getting down and dirty with videos and branding. We're, I'm so excited to have you. It's it's so much fun. I could keep you on for like a whole hour. But George, <laughs> let's talk about how long should videos be? Does it matter the platform they're on? And how frequent should we be putting videos out there? Yeah, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> I so. know. And I know it varies everywhere, and it's kind of up to everyone. But so I'll try to answer them all. Yeah. But what's funny is there's not really concrete answers to some of those questions. So, so let's start with how long should they be? And the answer to that, honestly, is it depends. Like, so I'll just give you a couple examples. I have a video, it's about 20 seconds long. And people are like, well, what value does that bring? Well, it's a video that was created to be in my email signature. And it's 20 second snapshot of who George B. Thomas is, right? So that is something that you could put in place and it's super easy to build out. I also have videos that are 30 minutes long. And what's that? Like, why would you do a video for 30 minutes long? Well, because it was a Facebook Live where we talked about beginner and intermediate video gear. And we actually showed on the camera, here's the tripod, here's the camera. And why was it 30 minutes? Because it took us 30 minutes to get through the content that we're trying to present to people who might be trying to do video for their company. And then I have videos that are two minutes, right? 
Why are they two minutes? Well, because it only takes me two minutes to teach somebody how to use personalized subject lines inside of the HubSpot software. Uh-huh. So all of that to say is that your video should be as long as it takes to educate the person on what you're trying to educate them in. Yeah. This whole story of, well, videos over five minutes get 23.6% less views <laughs> is bullcrap. <laughs> because if we enjoy it, look, I'll sit and watch a three-hour movie like yeah. Avatar. If yeah. It's- Right. I I didn't go into the movie and go, gosh, I hope this movie's (laughs) only five minutes long because statistics tell me that I'm not going to want to watch it after seven minutes. Like, we don't think like that. So it's absolute horse crap. It's really just how long does it take you to educate on that thing that you're trying to educate? Remove the fluff. Get rid of the things that you don't need. And that's how long the video should be. Now, how frequently should we be doing these videos? I'd like to say that we should be doing them daily because – Really, what we need to understand is every time we put out a video, it's giving somebody the ability to actually spend time with us, to get to know us better, to understand something better than they did before. And really, if you're going at this in the right way, it's a chance to make somebody's day better or brighter, right? So yeah. when I do HubSpot tutorials, I could be completely lame <laughs> and I could just do the tutorial or I can do what I love to call is – and everybody actually calls it this – but agitate. Right. So I want to educate <laughs> right. you, want to entertain you. I want you to giggle a little bit when you're learning about something that could be completely boring okay. so that it's not so boring. Yeah. And so like even the podcast, right, this podcast, if it's 30 minutes and somebody listens to 10 episodes, holy crap, like that's a ton of time that they've officially yeah. spent with you. Yeah. And depending on, again, how you do these videos – Like if you have little personal things that you talk about, if you are educating them, if you're helping them, it just is going to make sense for people to continue to watch more and more and more and more. And right now, video in 2017 is highly important. Like if I were magically able to open up a screen right now and show you our YouTube stats as a company, you'd probably pass out, wake up and wonder why you weren't producing videos every day and creating some type of YouTube educational channel because it's going off the charts. It's just it's skyrocketing. Now, with that said, I know that most of you are like, man, I can't create a video in a month. Well, Here's the thing. What you need to think about is how can I build a process? Mm -hmm. How can I have a set of lights in place? Mm -hmm. How can I have a camera that I don't need to move? How can I use what I already have? Maybe it's my iMac or my PC camera, right? Start asking yourself, is it possible to do this? Especially now with Facebook Live, right? You on a professional page can go live from Chrome on your desktop. And so there's nothing stopping you from saying, hey, I'm going to do a short two to five minute video on Facebook Live every day this week. And here are the five topics that I'm going to cover. And then you can download that and repurpose it to your website. You can put it over on YouTube. And some people don't even know that you can actually embed Facebook videos onto your website at this point. Right. That's a really good next segment that I want to ask you about. And that's videos on website. But before you do that, oh my gosh, you guys, I hope you're listening to this and taking notes. George, I want to get the video of your signature and the video of the gear so I can put it in the show notes so everyone can see what you're actually talking about. I want everyone to really hear the fact that, you know, I asked that pointed question of, okay, so how 
how long and and how frequently. And I want you guys to hear the thing. I don't want you to be paralyzed in perfection. So many people are paralyzed with perfection. And it's really all about you and what you want to do as you're smiling through it all. George, oh my gosh, there's so much there. One thing that you and Marcus, and I love hearing it because I just have to tell you this. Back in 2012 in Vegas, I was at a conference and I got the pleasure to share a dinner with Marcus and a couple other people. Nice. And he was like, I am just underwater. I need to find a team. I need people to help me, you know, and along came you. <laughs> and I just, you see how much more the sales line is able to do with people. You see how you are able to do so much more with the sales line yes. and you as a person. And I want to share with everyone that like, and it was October. I too started doing that. I committed to being a production company. Mm. On Monday, Wednesday, I have blogs coming out. On Tuesdays, I have videos coming out on YouTube. And on Thursdays, I have podcasts coming out. So I have this schedule. I know it's coming. I can do what you guys do, that that video rock or I forget rock what you fest. called it. Yeah. Rock <laughs> fest, you know, and you just rock out a whole bunch of videos at once. And it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't need all this crazy gear. You can start off with whatever you've got right now. I'm on my MacBook Pro, you know, yep. and I'm just using my headphones from my iPhone. Yep. I have this big fancy microphone, but I don't want to lug it out, yeah. you know? <laughs> so you guys don't limit yourself, okay? You don't have to be perfect. Your imperfections are authentic. Now, George, yes. you guys just put out something really awesome. And it's so true. And it goes into your point about repurposing. And that's what we're doing today. This video is going to be on YouTube. The audio is going to be on my podcast, you, you know, yep. and you're talking about taking your videos and embedding them onto your website. Yep. So every video you do on, say, Facebook or whatever other platform, if you download it, and put it on your website. You put something out about borders. There's oh, like an yeah. increase if you put these borders around it. Drop some truth bombs on us and yeah. tell us all about yeah. that. So there's a couple things that I'll unpack there. The first one is <laughs> that what everybody should do after this. Well, actually, let me let me even back up a step. <laughs> right? Further. It's so exciting. There's so much. Because one of the things that you said that we say to our clients that I want every one of your listeners to hear is that you have to take a moment and just do a mental shift a mind shift, if you will, of that right now you might feel like you're doing X, Y, Z. For instance, you might be pet sitting or you might have a right some type of company. But what I want you to realize is that you're actually a media company that happens to do pet sitting or happens yes. to do this other thing. So like for us, we're a media company that happens to consult on content and HubSpot and video marketing. But we're a production yeah. company, a media company that does those things. That's the mentality that you have to get into. Now, the first thing that people should do after they listen or watch this is go to your website and look at all of your major pages. Maybe you've got this service, that service. You've got this product, that product. You've got this landing page where people can download an ebook or a guide. You've got this thank you page. All of those pages should have a video that is attached to them because there's a stat out there. And I'm usually not a big stats guy. But they say that landing pages and conversion pages, so service pages, that have a video on them convert 22% more than pages that don't. So for us at the sales line, we looked at here's all our workshop pages. Here's all our consulting pages. That's what we're going to create video for first. Now, here's all our conversion like landing pages, ebooks, guides, checklists. Let's create videos for those. Plus, 
you should have a video gallery section of your website. So we have a learning center inside the learning center video gallery where people can just kind of go and just get lost in watching video over video over video over video. So that's another place that you should use video. And then think externally to email signatures, social media, like what lives there as well. One of the videos we did that actually got the most like, oh my gosh, this is incredible, was for one of our web pages that is, it's a who we're not a good fit for. Yes. And we did a video, it was black and white, it had a black background, and it just had all of our team talking about why you wouldn't be a good fit to actually work with us. <laughs> We put that on our webpage, but then we shared it on social, and social was like, this what? is amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? And so start there. Yeah. Do an assessment of what are your major pages? Do I have a video gallery? And how can I pull these out into other places that I'm actually marketing to people? Yeah, I love that. And I want to tell our listeners the reason, the why behind all of this is because if you've listened to anything that George or Marcus, the sales line, talks about, it's proven. You know, the more people know you and like you, the more apt they are to buy from you, the more apt they are going to be to trust you. And your sales process starts with all this media. That's why we want to become a production company. Our whole way that we research things nowadays is our smartphone. This is where it is. And if you're not coming up on it on any kind of media, then that's the way it is. I mean, the way the world is, if you look at the younger generation, they watch everything on video. They're not reading stuff, you know? So you have to understand that number one, you might not always be your client or the trend. And two, if you can be producing this media and then what I call squeezing the lemon juice, so taking a podcast and making it a blog and making it a Facebook post, you know, you don't have to be creating four different things. You can actually repurpose it four different times. So that's why we need to do it. Go for it, George. So Yes. And and all of the viewers and listeners, if you want a good example of squeezing the juice out of it, go to the sales line, go to our podcast tab and go to what is one last tool. It's a podcast that I do and it's on all the major tools or minor tools that you might use for sales, marketing or business. But what you'll find is there's a video there's an audio player and then there's a transcript or and we go through the transcripts. It's not like a boring transcript. We actually add headers and stuff to it. But usually there's 3000 to 3500 words, audio and video right on that article. And it's all being created at the same time. We just happen to split it up and serve it up to how you guys want to learn. Some people want to listen. Some people want to watch. Some people want to read. Well, there you go. Uh So why not do that? Why not diversify? The other thing that you were talking about in there, and I want the words to kind of roll off of your listeners and viewers lips together, is the true goal. And Bella said it is that they know, like, and trust you. Yeah. Know, like, and trust you. And if you can get to that magical point, which, by the way, podcasting and video are the two quickest ways to get to that point with somebody, then it's a win-win situation for them and for you as a business. Totally. I'm going to be a little selfish as we wrap this up. We're 27 minutes into it because it's just so much fun talking to you. I'm going to ask a personal question here. So Uh my podcast, not too personal, my podcast, when this comes out, I'll have a blog post on it and then I'll have the, you can listen to it on the page or go to iTunes or Stitcher. Based off of what we're saying, I always kind of did not put the video on the podcast page because I really wanted to encourage those people to subscribe to my podcast and get it on their phone. And that's why I kept the video elsewhere. 
What are your thoughts on that? Do you think I'm doing the right thing or do you think I should just put the video there and if they want it, they want it, they don't, they don't? So here's the question that you should ask yourself. Do I want to make it completely easy for my audience to learn what I want them to learn? Yeah. And if the answer to that is yes, then you don't care that it's going to be harder for you to measure your success because you're going to actually have to look at audio downloads and look at video views and add them together to get the true metrics. If you're more willing to jump through those hoops than making your audience jump through their hoops, then you know what the answer is. I love that. Wow. I am humbled, George. I am humbled (laughs) right there. I was thinking of it totally selfishly and I will admit that. Wow. I'm totally going to change that all up. And you and Marcus have totally inspired me and my team to go through and add video to like everything. So I have so many more questions for you, but... (laughs) We're out of time. George, how can people reach you, follow you, all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, Bella, let me just say thank you for the opportunity to do this. I hope that some of the words that we had back and forth will help your community grow their businesses because that's really what it's all about is them growing, them being successful. If they're successful, we are in what we're doing here right now. If people want to reach out to me or learn more about me, you can go to the salesline.com and there's a team page where you can watch a video and read a little bit about me. If you want to connect with me, it's on Twitter at George B. Thomas on Facebook, Mr. George B. Thomas. I'm actually becoming a really big Facebook fan lately. I have a really nice community building on there. So that's probably where you're going to get the most engagement from me. But those are probably the three places that I would send people, the Salesline website. And I do have a George B. Thomas website, but I usually don't promote it. It's just kind of the speaking side of things. But I love that website. That's cool. Your family's all on there too. I would encourage people to check it out just to get to know a little bit more about you. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'll give you one last (laughs) nugget. Do it. Is the reason that I have done everything that I've done for the last four, five, 15 years is because of what you do see on George B. Thomas, right? Is because of the wife, because of the kids, because what we all need to realize is that most of us are out there hustling for our first name. And what we need to do is hustle for our last name. It's all about the legacy. It's about the legacy that we're going to leave the people that are going to be here on this planet when we're long gone. So I'm making a graphic of that. Most of us are hustling (laughs) for our first name, but we need to hustle for our last name. I love that. George, this has been a pleasure and I feel very honored that you came on. I hope that we can do this again in the future. I'm going to seek you out at Social Media Marketing World. I cannot wait for that. Nice. And for all of you listeners, please, please, please like and subscribe either on YouTube or Stitcher or iTunes. And remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.